Hi everyone. We're taking a look at Lakote Sichas Chelik Chavdalid Parshas Kiseitze Sicha Beis. In Parshas Kiseitze, the Torah speaks about the mitzvah of Maike, that when you build a new house, you must enclose the roof with a fence, a guardrail, like protection around the edges to make sure that no one could possibly fall off the roof. You take these protective measures to ensure that no blood is spilled in your home. The Sicha examines nuances about why the Heichal of the Beis HaMikdash was required to have a Maka, but a Shul or Beis Medrash do not. Then the Rebbe introduces lessons for our personal Avodah gleaned from the details of this mitzvah. A roof is the tallest, highest part of a building. Roof, or gagecha, refers to your highest, biggest self, your ego. The ego, says the Rebbe, is very dangerous. It can be the source of all bad and negative traits in a person. So a person must curb, limit, contain, restrict the ego, put a guardrail around it so he or she will not be led astray by the yeshes or the arrogance of the ego. It's easy to understand that in matters of choyol, ordinary weekday situations, that we must make sure to rein in our ego. But what about in matters of kedusha? Well, the Rebbe points to the fact that even the roof of the heichal in the base hamigdash which included the Kodesh and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, need, it needed a guardrail. So how vigilant must we be to curb our egos? Super vigilant. Certainly when we are involved in the daily regular grind, but also when we are involved in holy ventures. And even when one is working in the Kodesh or the Kodesh HaKadoshim, we always need to make sure to keep in check our yeshas, our biases, our selfhood, and our self-absorption. We must put up a maka and protect and monitor our yeshas with a guardrail. Now, in the context of this mitzvah, the real purpose of the guardrail is not so much for the owner as much as for the neufel, the person whom the Torah calls the one who falls, or the one who is destined to fall. It is my responsibility to make sure that my house, my ego, my self-aggrandizement, my selfhood, my self-absorption, that it does not allow for someone else to fall. In my efforts to teach Tehran Chassidus, to bolster Yiddishkeit wherever and in all circumstances of my life, as I am building an environment, a community, a home, which will affect others and impact their lives, I have to be mindful of this. What if my own yeshus becomes distasteful as to turn off others from what I am teaching, from the emes that I am projecting? Do I have to worry about a neifel, someone who was destined to fall, because they have an issue, they are unsteady in their Yiddishkeit? Do I have to worry 
and protect my Gog with a mica? Certainly. But then I argue, maybe since my ego is my problem, and I'm not, so I'm not cut out for building of community, for teaching Hasidus and bolstering Yiddishkeit, because my ego, my biases, my selfhood might be a turnoff for those who I'm trying to inspire. Well, you may know the story of the Mitteladeba, who required of his Hasidim that when they traveled home from Lubavitch, they should stop in the small towns on their way home and teach Hasidus. Once a Hasid, who the Rebbe describes as teaching betuv tam, meaning very, very well, he bemoaned the fact that when he taught chassidus, he felt smug and arrogant. Maybe I should stop the practice of teaching chassidus on my way home from Lubavitch, he said to the Rebbe. At sibelazol von der veren, aber chassidus als tochazeren, said the Rebbe. You should become an onion, but you should continue to teach chassidus. In other words, we have no right to shirk our responsibilities of building up Yiddishkeit, bolstering mitzvah observance, and helping to create a dirat You have a problem with your ego? Deal with it. But don't stop your work of making the world a dirat Don't stop teaching, inspiring, and creating a bias chadash. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Build the metaphoric home, the... the Dear B'tachtainim, reign in your ego and don't let the fallers fall.